Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode on the Christian Constitutionalist Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Standing Your Ground in a Compromised World. How many people do you know that are compromised? Unfortunately, many in our government, in our military, in our law enforcement, in our education system, and even our churches are compromised. In Numbers chapter 13, we see the, the spies come back from, the, from searching out the land of Canaan and are giving their report to Moses and Aaron. And I want you to pay attention to what Caleb says in just a moment. We're going to start at verse 26. And they went and came to Moses and, and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel until the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it, was flow, it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The, Amalekite, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. See, unfortunately, with the children of Israel, they had lost faith in God. God had prepared them to take over the land of Canaan. And when it was come when it had come time to take it over, or almost time to take it over, we see that there were some of the spies were scared. Have you known of many people who have been so scared that they compromise? Let me tell you something, people. There are a lot of people that I know of that are teachers in schools. And unfortunately, I've learned, I've heard this growing up. One of the topics that they teach is evolution. And they make that known before the congregation. And they say, I teach it because I have to. But I let the students know that before I teach this, I do not agree with what's being taught. That if you have any questions, speak to me afterwards. I've also heard that some will say, and I've heard them say this personally, Take the test and write down what they want you to put so you can get that degree, so you can get that diploma. Unfortunately, many, many teachers are compromised, and the result of that is them brainwashing children who don't know right from wrong. It's like that with the military. They will say things and have posters such as, do not obey an unlawful order or 
some, or an order that is immoral. But then they turn right around and they persecute and try to label people like myself as people who are disobeying a direct order and validate why that unlawful order is necessary. When I was in the military, I was kicked out for the, I was separated for not, for for refusing to take the vaccines. I will be transparent with y'all, as I always try to be. The first six months of my military experience, I compromised. I grew up homeschooled, okay? Always had a choice to take the vaccines or not. Well, I didn't ask those questions going into the military because I always thought I had a choice. Um, one thing that I learned very quickly in the military is they, they, especially through training, is they cut off access to information and access to people um, that you can act, that you can get in contact with to maybe even access certain information. I was fortunate to have a drill sergeant honest with me enough when I went to his office, talked to him about some things, and he said, um, trainee of Olio, we, we lie to you. I, I had never heard a drill sergeant be so honest. And uh, I had to make a decision. I was threatened with being kicked out dishonorably and taken by the MPs. Now, th- now people may think, oh, that's scare tactics. With the kind of military that we have now, people like me, we are we are people that they go after. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I compromised. I compromised through BASIC. I compromised through AIT. And when I first got to my duty station while I'm processing, both BASIC and AIT, I did try to fight my case. And I had no support. And... Nobody wanted to hear my case. And I fought to have my case heard. No one heard it. When I got stationed at Joint Base Lewis McCord, I uh I I I got another vaccine, but this was before all the China virus vaccines came out. And uh after I got settled in with my unit, we had a new NCO come in around the same time as myself. And once me and him got settled, I pulled him to the side and I said, I, I can't do this. I can't I can't do this anymore. And uh, I said, I'm, I'm done with the vaccines. I'm not taking them anymore. And I explained to him why they go against my conscience. And uh, I biblically, I, I, I showed um, how if I go against my conscience, I am therefore sinning. And if something happens to me, I will go to hell, not anybody else. Well, I printed out articles. Um, I, I I talked to first sergeants and uh, my NCOs, and uh, there was a way where I could have gotten a, a religious exemption. But when I when I provided all the information and all the proof of what's in the vaccines, biblically, why I don't why I'm against the vaccines, and articles, I mean, from even Christian publishers and non-Christian publishers of what's in the vaccine and 
they they laughed. Uh, the the chaplain basically laughed at me. Um, legal, you know, if you're prior military, you know exactly how unreliable uh, legal is. Basically, the lawyers for the military. And then uh, my last uh, my last option was uh, behavior health. And um, I remember when my new first sergeant um, had told me about, or we, so basically what happened was we, I was going through the process with one first sergeant and then we trained for companies um, in the middle of it. So I had to restart the whole process after several weeks of already going through it with the other, uh, with the other first sergeant. When I talked to this, this first sergeant at this other company about it, um, it was rough. And, uh, I kept doing my thing. I kept passing my PT test, showing up to work. I was one of the best mechanics in my unit. And, um, he heard about it. The information was transferred, but we had to start all over again. Um, well, after exhausting all my other options, I, uh, Bay for Health was the only one that I'd left. And, I he said, just, uh, I said, I, I don't want to go and lose my second amendment rights. He said, you won't if you don't say anything crazy. So the first thing I went in there and said to the captain was, uh, my name is Private First Class of Olio, and I'm not crazy. <laughs> and um, I, had a, I had a captain evaluate me and a civilian evaluate me. Well, this, was, this, this went on for several months, uh, this whole process. Well, I meet with a civilian one day, who I primarily met with, and she used to give me updates. And then one of the one of the days I met with her, she said, "Hey, I want you to know something. Um, the paperwork has been slowly uh, going up the chain of command because one of the, uh, I think she said a chief warrant officer was um, was on leave, and when he came back, he went he went he went over your your evaluation and your and the documents that we provided. And he said that you know you had schizophrenia, uh, you had schizophrenia." And um, she said, when I heard that, I went to him and I basically put him through the ringer. And I told him, I said, you, you, you didn't, you didn't talk to this man. You didn't see, you know, his eyes. You didn't hear his voice. You didn't hear all the details. What we have done to this man is very wrong. We, we, we. The government, we the military, we have betrayed this man, and all he wants is, you know, religious exemption, and can't even get that after everything he has proven. I shared the documents with him as well, and uh, she got it reversed. And uh, thanks to her, I'm not labeled as a schizophrenic. So as time went on, things were getting harder. In the military, I had almost two heart attacks. Uh, I didn't go to the hospital for him. Uh, both times I had pain in my chest and in my arm. Uh, I was at my house one day when it happened. And uh, another one I was at work. Um, I, uh, the, the, the paramedics came quickly. And they said I had a panic attack. Um, I'm very good with handling stress. And I was going through a lot of it. And uh, that there, there, there's no way that was 
that there's no way that was a panic attack. I'm sorry. There, there's no way. Um, your arm, your whole arm doesn't go numb and your chest doesn't go numb at the same time for no reason. So, I had almost had two heart attacks. Um, I was threatened with having the MPs take me to prison. I was threatened with my pay being taken for six to eight months. I was threatened with extra duty, which is, you're working about 18 to 22 hours a, a day approximately um i was threatened to have my rank taken and i was also threatened with article 15 that didn't go through i had to sign papers for it but that didn't go through and i was threatened to be i was threatened to be thrown into levensworth and levensworth is a place you do not want to be all because I said I'm against taking the vaccinations. People from the time I said I'm done to the time I left the military, it was a year and a half. Imagine waking up every day not knowing if you're gonna if your rank's gonna be taken, if you're gonna be taken to prison, um, if you're if you're not gonna be getting paid, if you're gonna be working 18, 22 hours a day, no pay. I mean, just just imagine that two almost two heart attacks. I had people who were very worldly, okay, come up to me when I left. They said, Anthony, they called me a volio. They said, a volio, I don't know how you did it. I, I couldn't have lasted two days, much less a year and a half. So while I'm grounded in my faith, I made a promise the first time I told, actually before I told my drill sergeant, that I'm I'm done with the vaccines, um, and I'm not taking them anymore. I made a promise to myself, to my wife, and to Almighty God that I would never, under any circumstance, be intimidated to the point that I give in, and that I compromise, that I break. And that's why I'm so adamant. About exposing people who are unbiblical and unconstitutional. I do not fear man, I fear God. And too many people, they fear man. I've gone up to teachers who teach this nonsense in, in school and say, you know, many, you know, you, you, you tell people that you're a Christian, but in, in, in that, you know, you, you criticize those who lie, but then you turn around and do the same thing at school. And I and in the Bible, forgive me for not remembering the verse on top of my head, but it talks about you know beware those who want to be teachers beware, for you will receive the greater condemnation. I had one teacher tell me, Anthony, that that's only that's that context is about you know teaching the scriptures. Absolutely, this the context is about uh, teaching the scriptures. But what so many people fail to teach, and what so many people fail to preach on, is that. We need to apply biblical principles to our everyday life, to all areas of our life. If you preach the truth and you teach people how to become a Christian 
and you're a good person, but then you turn around and indoctrinate children who don't know better, who come from homes that aren't stable, and you tell them about evolution, you discredit God, you basically are teaching that God isn't real, you are devaluing the truth, therefore many will not want to be a Christian because they see you as a hypocrite, and many of our youth leave the church because of such. Now, it's not right to leave the truth, to leave God because of other people. But, that's why it's very important to know the truth ourselves so that we can stand our ground and mark those who cause divisions among us. Do not compromise, people. If you have compromised, I was under extreme conditions. I had no access to certain things. But guess what? I learned my lesson. Bible talks about before you take the plank out of someone else's eye, you take the log out of your own. I've taken that long that log out of my eye a long time ago. I am not perfect. Please understand that. But I do my best to try to be biblical and constitutional. Everything I stand for starts with being biblical first. That is my foundation, the Bible. And then everything on top of that. You throw out the Bible, there is no love. There is no hope. There is no salvation. There is no forgiveness. There is no redemption. You don't know what marriage is. Honestly, you may not even know what a male and a female is if it weren't for the Bible. It's very important that we are biblical. Not extremist. Not extremist. Not left. Not right. But biblical. Be the standard. As I say when it comes to our economy and what I vote on, I vote red. But I also expose a lot of people who are red. And I definitely expose those who are blue. Unfortunately, it has been indoctrinated in our society to pick a side. Republican, Democrat, or Independent. And instead of saying, hold up, something doesn't sound right. Whoa. Instead of saying, hold on, something doesn't sound right. What's what's really going on? We've just started picking sides. And whoever sounds good and makes us feel good, that's what that's what we go for. People, that's not right. We've gotten so distracted with size, distracted with size that the Constitution has been devalued, watered down, and it's almost invalid these days. The reason why I say that is because it's not practiced, it's not fought for like it should be. I am biblical and I am constitutional. I will not pick a side. I go by the standard. I don't pick and choose what I want. I put my feelings aside. What is biblical? What is constitutional? Forget my feelings. What is biblical? What is constitutional? My feelings don't matter. We wouldn't have the problems we have today if people just stuck with the Bible and stuck with the Constitution. But no. People want to pick sides. Oh, I'm this kind of Christian. 
Are you biblical? I don't like certain things about the Bible. God didn't ask you. God knows what's best. And unfortunately, in our, in our society, when you practice ungodliness, it becomes the norm. And it's so hard to take those sinful demons, I guess if you could, I guess you could say, strip them out of your life. It's harder when in our society, you see it as the norm. There's one thing I want everybody to take from the military, my military story, from the Bible regarding Caleb being the one that stepped up and said, we can do this. Nothing is worth compromising for. Nothing. The more you compromise, the closer you are to enslavement. And the farther away you are from God. I encourage everybody to really think about something. If you want our nation to stand. If you want freedom to be a part of the American dream once more. Because we are not free. It will take sacrifice. It may even cost your job. It costs mine. And despite me getting out honorably, I had to go through a lot. But I persevered. I pers- my soul is more important than my flesh. I've added up the cost. I know what I know what is I, I know what the price is. I need your help. We need each other. Be biblical. Be constitutional. Understand the price, but understand that heaven is going to be far greater than this world. But while, but while we are in this world, we are told to be in the world, but not of the world. If we are going to put hope back in this country, we must, we must put Christ back in it and follow Christ and follow the Bible. And then everything else will fall into place. But guess what? When you do what's right, you're persecuted. They persecuted Jesus. Why are we? Why do we feel like we're the exception? If freedom's ever going to come back to our homeland, it's going to start with each and every one of us taking a stand, marking those who cause divisions among us, and doing something about it. Me standing behind this mic. I, I do more than this. I just don't talk about it. You don't have to talk about it. God knows what you're doing. I may not. Some others may not. But guess what? God cannot use you if you're not willing to be a tool for him. People do good things for attention. I don't, which is why you don't hear me talk about it. It's time that we become selfless. It's time that we actually start doing a lot of self-examination to who we really are. And who we want to be and choose to be. Will you choose to be a coward and compromise? 
and go along to get along? Or will you stand up? Will you be, will you set your, will you have your foundation as the Bible and the Constitution? The choice is yours. I'm doing my very best while I'm on this earth to be biblical and constitutional. But you know what? Ultimately, I'm doing everything I can to get to heaven. I hope that's your goal as well. One, Once more, be biblical. Be constitutional. You cannot have one or the other. You must be both. May God heal our land. And may God use us. And may we allow God to use us to take back our homeland once and for all. Thank you very much.